Last time on Exiled, Wendigo faced off against the deadly gazing Nightshade and scraped by a victory when he remembered that he was essentially fighting a tiny child. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled. So I did notice the last time that we recorded, we didn't do the intro section, which I think is fine because I don't think anyone's going to jump in at like 14.16, but I know James likes to do his bit and everybody else sort of just deals with it. I thought I did do the intro section last time. I yeah. seem to recall upsetting oh, everyone, especially Jen. We didn't do another one for the second uh, one. Yep. Okay. 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 So let's go... <sighs> James, Devin, Jen, Kaylee. Hi, I'm James, and I play A. Wendigo. The indefinite article is important because if Luke ever kills my character, I will either quit in a huff or I will just immediately play a different Wendigo. This Wendigo is Francois Frank Blartigue, a Métis trapper and hunter from Canada who was forced to succumb to cannibalism in the wild and as punishment was turned into a large, hairy pro wrestling dad. I'm Devin, and I play... And you can find me on giantbomb.com slash profile slash least. <laughs> I'm Devin, and I play Dr. James Bradley, a.k.a. Dr. Nemesis. He is a former Nazi hunting scientist turned super scientist for the X-Men. I'm Jen, and I play Warlock. He's a good, good uh, robot space boy who's currently fused with Angela of the Angels. I'm Kaylee. I play the teenage, time-traveling Jean Grey of the X-Men. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. Let's get rolling. So the tournament ended again, and it was stressful. Well, no, no, actually, it was pretty easy, because, I mean, Jean Grey hit a guy with the sword so hard that he turned super old. Yeah. The upcoming matches for tomorrow are Loki versus Angela slash Warlock, Pandora Peters versus Bob Diamond, Jean Grey versus the Crane Mother, and Doctor Doomed versus Wendigo. What are you all doing? Are you still continuing to just hang out with one another only, or also as a reminder, your current mission is to investigate Mr. Claude and find out what his whole deal is and also for those of you who have news to give mr claw you should probably get around to passing on the news regarding broken trade dealings and that sort of thing do i have that news luke i think it's me kind of do i have that news uh well no also wakanda got overthrown because of dr nemesis and wendigo Oh, good job, guys. Or well, with help from them? Yeah. Wait, what? You th- threw out T'Challa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seem to recall someone else did that. We just, like, were there, mostly. Yeah. We were moral support. And also instigating factors in it. No, we showed up and he showed up and was a jackass. TBQH. 
We got thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. We were completely innocent, too. Dr. Nemesis did assault some people, steal a bike, and then that bike had a tracker on it, and he rode it back into the re- rebel camp. So, I mean... It was after the fact. I think Kirk only attacked him first. Yeah. <laughs> is... It's not assault if they attack you first. It's self-defense. Uh, he and Dr. Slay attacked a caravan. We did not. We went on a recon mission. <laughs> and she Anyways. said we should go back, and I said Barry, no. Absolute most, absolute most, absolute most. I will concede that doc, that uh, that Slay was a bad influence. <laughs> Listen, we didn't know who anyone was or what our mission was. How could we have done anything? Checks out. You did help a ghost, Your Honor. I plead buffoonery. I'll allow it. I think that uh, Warlock has been pretty upbeat since the, you know, the last fight was like a, now now that um, he has so many friendly matches in a row um, and he's been doing pretty well. So mm-hmm. uh, he's probably, I think he's hanging out with our group and also the other group hanging out with Medusa and Loki, um, also the other people. Whose names I forgot. Gemini. Yeah, I know. I know that and one. Sunspot is dead. See you in hell. So, yeah, Loki is uh, having drinks with everyone. And, uh, you know, she's being polite. And she's like, ah, so Warlock Angela, are you ready for our friendly battle tomorrow? Um, a- Angela is fully just like leaning on a. a, a like, okay, I said fused, but I don't think Warlock and Angela like actually hang out on top of each other <laughs> in between matches. Right. Um, Angela is fully just like leaning against a column in the corner, like, and, and responding to things monosyllabically. <laughs> <laughs> She's vaping. Mm. <laughs> Warlock made her a vest, sweet vapor. Self is very excited for the match. Self wonders, uh, Self does not know Loki, but Self knows an enchantress who looks very much like you. Do you fight like her? I guess I have. Uh, Self has not seen her fight. Hmm. But Self has lots of data. Well, uh, you know, it's it's always a surprise. I like to mix things up when I'm going into a match. Wow. Self does not have many uh, exciting techniques to employ. Self could learn a lot from that. Well, uh, you know, keep them guessing. Zag them. Keep them separated. (laughs) Keep listening to the offspring. Listen, I can't can't co-sign that. (laughs) They're also really sad to see live now. What, did they they open for Weezer? Did Weezer open for them? No, I got free tickets to them once. It was them and the Dropkick Murphys, and it was like they're like sad fifty-year-old men singing about like drinking and partying Oof. all night. It's like, ooh, guys. Can Wendigo be there too? Yeah, Wendigo's tagging along because he realizes he doesn't know anything about this Doctor Doom or Doomed or Doomer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything. Nemesis wants to tag along because he wants to see if one of them's going to throw the fight so he can bet. And Gene likes to feel included. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Jeans in a, uh, no, that would be weird. Never mind. It was going to be accidentally be a kink thing. Oh my god. And I'm not, I, don't refu- I fucking refuse to do it. Thank you. 
I was just gonna say she like she was in a baby Bjorn, but I was like, no, that has connotations. It does. Thank you. She's underage, James. Yeah, but Wendigo thinks of like himself as her like dad, and then I was like, wait a minute, James, step in, use your context cues. Also, if anyone's in a baby Bjorn, it's obviously Warlock, and Warlock is also the baby Bjorn. <laughs> Can we do that? Baby Bjorn. Um, sure. <laughs> I, I don't think Warlock fully understands uh, what we're doing, but he loves mm-hmm. he loves to play along. Warlock will commit to this. He has also been someone's clothes for most of this arc, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jean, you've got your match against Crane Mother. She's seemed pretty dangerous, but I assume a Phoenix host like you shouldn't have too much of a problem. Except for the whole constantly dying thing. Oh, have you have you not died yet? No. Oh, well, there's always a first time I've died, maybe three or four times. You know, Nordic cycles. <laughs> Magic. Great for getting fit. But now, uh, Nemesis, you were interested in placing a bet. No, I want to talk with. Uh... I wanted to just overhear the conversation between Loki and Warlock to see if one of them was going to throw the fight. Yeah, we'll we'll just see who wins. I believe I get to pick the match, so it should be interesting. Or one of us could make a lot of money if one of you decides to throw the fight. Where should we have our fight? Well, that's uh, for... Self has not been to the beach in a while. Self would like to go there. That is for you and your partner to pick. So romantic. Hmm. And then, uh, Winnegar, are you ready for your fight as well? Well, I mean, I'm always ready to say rip a dude and have like a phone book. But I've also realized, I think there might, mu- I don't know anything about Dr. Doom. D- yeah. Does anyone here know about him? Can I roll? Her, them, I don't know. Can I, didn't I roll ask. for this? Uh, Yeah. Mm, that's a 99, so whatever I have in it, I think I'm good. You're fucking best friends with him. <laughs> so, Enchantress likes to keep very, 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 very detailed notes on other magic users. Fuck yeah, she does. Especially after the shit that went down with, uh, what's his face? From oh. the, uh, school oh. who ended up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Harkness. That bitch. Yes, Arthur Harkness. Yep. And so using that and like what you've seen, Dr. Doom seems to be most likely Kalu, who is a famous black magic user. Basically highly unethical, slightly more dickish and also sassy, sassy Dr. Strange. If you ever read the uh, Al Ewing Mighty Avengers run, he shows up in that and is very good. I haven't. I bet Loki would be good good. against him. Well, uh, dear, he's... We might end up fighting, but uh, I think uh, Francois there might do a good enough job. I mean, I'm hoping, but... I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm trying to think of a place to to have the match where he can't use magic, 
and I don't know those places. So I might just have to rip them in half. Isn't that always your plan, though? Yeah, but I try. Well, I, I try and like mix it up a bit. I was gonna try and frame that one person for murdering JFK. That didn't work out. No, it didn't. It did not. Worked out for Aristotle Onassis. I I I guess uh, there might be uh, the silent plane that you could consider. It's a place where you can't at least speak. It might keep him off balance for as far as casting spells goes but that's that's all i know and uh as this conversation is going on a servant butler uh comes up to jean uh madame your father question mark question mark question mark requested to see you oh okay so are you heading over yeah Okay. So for the most part, you've like usually followed the group to and from the locations. Like all the rooms are in the same area. The uh, fighting tournaments in the same area, the like kitchens in the same area. So you haven't really had time to like figure out locations in between and or like how everything is completely laid out. And so as you find yourself wandering into the hallways, you get to an area that is less clean, less upkept. And there are a number of doors that are just giving you the heebie-jeebies. Whoa. Do you want to check any of those doors out? Um, sure. Let's live dangerously. So there is a door that uh, when you touch it you get a bit of a static shock from the metal handle on it but it turns easily enough okay turning as you open it up you find yourself in a uh, dungeon with a low roof and held on by shackles that are seemingly constantly just emitting Lightning and thunder is the recognizable but emaciated figure of Thor. Oh, wow. This would explain the heebie-jeebies. He seems to be unconscious, and the electricity that is flowing from him seems to be hooked up to a generator of some sort. Hmm. Could I try reading his unconscious mind to figure out what happened to him? Oh, yeah. Give me a telepathy check. I'm just barely in the green. Okay, so you can ask me two questions. Okay. Uh, what does the generator Thor's hooked up to do? And mm-hmm. who hooked him up to it? In Thor's mind, he does not recall being brought to the generator. You are able to put together that it is using his basic natural ability to create lightning and thunder and it's powering this generator and you don't see who hooked him up to it for similar reasons though his most recent battle seemed to be with some massive massive shape that is hard to make out Hmm. sounds like loki 
I mean, that would be a reasonable guess. Could I infer that this is a good Thor? Yeah, he looks like a good egg. He doesn't have like very. He doesn't look like super evil. I mean, you can't tell sometimes with all these alternate universe versions of us running around. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. And he's. Let's see. Can I uh, telekinetically shatter his shackles to free him? Uh, yeah, you can give it a shot. That would be force bolts. Oh, yeah, that is a 73, so I'm in the yellow. Uh, yeah, you're able to get one of them. And as you, like, uh, telekinetically blast through it, the lighting, as far as you can tell, flickers on and off the electrical lighting in this massive castle. Mm, that's no good. Mm-hmm. And a alarm starts to sound. I've heard of renewable energy, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Gotta get in my Scooby-Doo quips because I am in a dungeon. Um, okay. I don't want to leave Thor here if he's being held captive. Is there any way I can rouse him or telekinetically carry him off? Uh... I mean, you can mentally lift him. He still is bound with another uh, hand. Mm. See, does he need that hand? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he uses those all the time. I mean, I've read the current Thor run. He's doing all right. (laughs) He got replaced by a woman. (laughs) Oh, no. My arm fell off. Um, Okay, can I just to save you from mutilating this poor bull, you do have those PIM discs. I do. Okay. <laughs> it's really helpful when the when the I vote mutilation. <laughs> when the dungeon master reminds me of all the things that I can actually do. It's all the small things. No, we're doing the offspring, not Blink One Eighty Two. Draw the line there, sir. Okay, well, if you want to have a wave of mutilation, feel free. Uh, No, I'll shrink him down so his little but still quite thick wrist falls free of the shackle. Okay, uh, roll to use that PIM disc. Okay, in the green? Okay, uh, so you haven't really used these all that much before you use some of them in your training. And what happens is Thor just has like a baby-sized arm. Now you'll be, <laughs> be fine. And uh, you are able to take him out of the room. We'll now switch back over to the rest of the party. So Angela has been called over to talk to Mr. Claw. Mm. Is Warlock coming along? No. So you are the representative of the graces. I am. And shall our deal continue as it has been? I'm afraid the deal has been ended. I see. Is there anything I might do to return our prior relationship? A deal has been made and it cannot be undone. Understood. Well, you are still welcome 
a warrior of your caliber to continue participating in this tournament? It has been a most enjoyable distraction. Yes. Well, I appreciate the news that you bring. It is not often we see as guardians as from as far out as you in this realm. You may now leave. She nods and exits. Mm-hmm. What's Nemesis doing? Is he trying to get some bets in or? Yeah, let's go play some bets, Luke. Okay. So Arcade is back in his booth. He is looking pretty happy. He's had a few drinks. He's like, ah, yes, my friend Nemesis. I have wonderful news. I've killed that Cyclops and I have made a decent amount of money doing it. Would you like to I, make a bet? I believe that you promised me a small cut of uh, that Yes, as well. yes, yes. And he hands you $200,000. Hell yeah. Now, would you like to make some bets? Ah, oh, yes, I would. Mm. Which match are you looking to bet on? Uh, I would like to place a bet on the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Beating Doctor Doomed, I assume. Oh, of course. Yes. And I would also like to place one on Angela and the Warlock. Who's Warlock? It's the name of her sword. She has not used a sword. Oh, it's the name of her arm or whatever. Ah. Smooth. And any of the others? Uh, and then, yes, one on uh, Miss Gray as well. Yes, the X-Man. Uh, and what about the other match? Pandora Peters versus Bob Diamond. Oh, Bob Diamond. Mm. For sure. Wonderful. Well, uh, yes. Your standard wage, then? Yes, of course. Then I shall see you to collect your winnings or to not. We'll see how these go. And, uh, yep. So, Wendigo. Uh, Gemini has been with the, with the party and he's, you know, he's trying to be cool and casual. Ah, uh, so Wendigo. Keeping it cash? Yeah. Have you seen any good matches? I mean... We've got a pretty good alt-universe uh, cable channel system. I, I don't know what the term would be. But uh, what have you seen any good fights? Honestly, uh, I don't really watch a lot these days. I try and I think... I don't... I don't know. I just... I, I watch some old tapes. I don't, I'm not really into any anyone these days. Hmm. The style's gotten too flippy. Not a fan of the uh, New Japan style, then. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying that, but just like I don't know, like it is what it is, you know. Too much stunts, not enough ripping dudes in half. Man, they, they don't respect tag teams. Oh, I know it's so ridiculous, and like even the jobbers just seem to be so disheartened a lot of the time. 
It's like you're either top of the world or you're just nothing to them anymore. Yeah, I mean, mostly I just work my shifts at the Wendigorns, Julius, you know. Uh, we're, we're looking to franchise here, but uh, I guess uh, Claw doesn't want doesn't, doesn't to have a nice, refreshing beverage on a hot day. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure he's evil. Oh, yeah. He's, he's running a trans-universe potentially smuggling organization, so I'm not entirely sure how that's supposed to work out. I, I mean, listen, what am I, um, am, am I going to judge that? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you will. I mean, so far, all I know is he, uh, he, basically, he, he has people fight, and I've done worse things than fight. He's also worked with people who are actively harming indigenous peoples and taking away their resources. Well, that's less good. But again, I cannot say enough. I don't know him. Hmm. I met him, like, yesterday. And as you say that, uh, one of the uh, servants comes over. Mr. Wendigo, are you the representative here from the Wakandan organization? I think so. I believe you had a belt that you were very proud of, saying that you were the king of the Wakandan something or other. Sure, sure. Then Mr. Claw would like to speak with you. Okay. And he motions you over to Mr. Claw. So the things first is I like give that one uh, that one dude a stone cold stunner. <laughs> Not Claw, the, the other dude. The servant? Yeah. He's just trying to do his job. He's being kind of a dick about it. <sighs> okay, roll a fighting check if you're going to give him the Stone Cold Stunner. I'm in the green. Uh, yeah, you pick him up and... No, I didn't. That's not what a stunner... I don't pick him up. It's a stunner. I kick him in the stomach, then I turn around and I put his head over my shoulder and I pull him down to the ground. Uh, okay, so you get to the kicking him in the stomach and he just falls back immediately. He is not a very strong man. It's 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 a show kick. It's not like... He is a very weak person. Oh, geez, my bad. Here's a here's a gift here's a gift card for Wendigorns Julius. Yes, sir. And uh, Mr. Claw, reach you. Ah, Mr. Francois, how are you today? You did very well in the ring. It was unorthodox. Y- y- yeah, I mean. No help to you not enforcing the actual rules of the match, but, you know, whatever. Do you have news from Wakanda? I don't know. You might want to talk to Dr. Nemesis. He he snaps his fingers and a, a servant goes over to talk to Dr. Nemesis. Yes? Ah, Dr. Nemesis? 
Mr. Claw needs to talk to you right now. <laughs> Is it the same servant? No, it's a Ugh, different one. Fine. Dr. Nemesis, Dr. James Bradley. Your your partner here tells me that you have news from Wakanda regarding our dealings. You have dealings there? Yes, we were working with them to receive technology and vibranium. Oh, that's cool. You probably should talk to their new king and such. And this is the news that I am referring to. Who is their king now? Line. Bashenga Killmonger? Yeah, him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Baby Killmonger, I believe, is in charge now. Is that like a boss baby? Or... Do you mean the son of the former Killmonger? Hey, hey, I just, uh, I tried to interject, but do you know that the boss baby isn't even the boss? No, it's like, middle. yeah, he's a middle manager. He's like a middle manager. But he is a manager of some people, thus he is their boss. I hate learning about cultural products through this podcast. Yeah, but he's not like the boss, and that was the whole premise of, of like the movie's PR. I think that's a little bullshit, frankly. A boss baby in the title. Yeah, or or just you know, I think he should be the head of Baby Corp or whatever it's called. That's what the Netflix show is for. It's probably going to establish that. No, no, no. He's he's still got a shitty uh, Silicon Valley CEO oh, baby okay. uh, boss. It's it's not good. <laughs> I didn't actually hate the movie. I haven't watched it. I just read the Wikipedia summary and went, this is the most buck wild fucking thing in the world. I did watch it. I was expecting to hate it. And I mean, it wasn't great, but it was like, fine. Anyways, then I shall thank you for the information. Thank you. And is there a finder's fee? No. So how do you make your money? Is it a publicly traded corporation that you run? It. And don't just get don't just give us that bullshit import exports thing. If you truly wish to know, you must make it to the next round, and you shall learn the ins and outs of my organization. Oh, okay. Yes. And Warlock is still doing all right. Yeah, Warlock's just ha- gabbing away with uh, other other exiled team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we cut back to Jean with Thor and the alarms going off. What's Jean going to do to get Thor out of here or to safety? Okay, is anybody coming after us right now or is it just us? Um, the alarms are going off. It doesn't seem like people are after you, but are you moving through the hallways? Yes, we are. You are unable to find your way back. Like, you keep looping back to that room that Thor had been in. Like, that same hallway. This is why I hate dungeons. 
Okay, so I'm still in this hallway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to telekinetically force bolt through the wall. Okay. Uh, roll to use that. Oh, boo, I got a 19. Uh, you try to, and it seems to warp around the wall. And a voice goes into your mind and says, Leave the Odinson in the room. A really creepy voice. Leave the Odinson in the room, or pay the cost. And Thor is still totally unconscious, right? Yep. Okay, can I try to telepathically rouse him from unconsciousness? Because I could probably use some help. Yep. Watch, this one's a pacifist. Okay, yeah, I just barely skirt by in the green. Thor uh, opens his eyes, looks around, and he just starts emitting electricity from his body nonstop. And are you going like to... static electricity? No, like someone stuck a fork in a light socket. <laughs> they shouldn't do that. Nope. Uh, so is Gene going to continue holding on? Uh, hmm. I put him in a telekinetic force bubble. It's insulated. Okay. Roll to make a force shield. He says Guardian. He doesn't need it. some force air bubbles in it. Oh, 100. Yes. Uh, yeah, you've got him in the bubble. Nice. And... Hashtag war spoilers. <laughs> and is <laughs> and is that bubble like floating in the air or give me some yes. more details. Okay. It is floating in the air. Like remember when baby cable had a little forest bubble that was protective mm-hmm. and bounced around. Yeah. So are you keeping him next to you or how close is he? Close ish. I mean, you know, I'm a little wary about all this lightning sparking around, but yeah. I don't want to leave him behind. Uh, so as, like, the bubble begins to fill with electricity, you notice that the walls separating, or the, a wall begins to grow in the space between you and Thor. Okay. What's the deal with that? It is a mysterious wall forming. Ah. Um... You're a keen. Walls can't stop you. No, they can't. I've seen too many Kool-Aid commercials. Okay, I'm going to try to force bolt this biatch again. Okay. I don't care for magic walls. Ooh, 75. Uh, Yeah, you bolt it, but you notice that the force bubble is being pushed down and a ramp is going down, leading that ball with Thor in it into a deep, dark, mysterious shaft, so you got one chance to try and pull him out of there. Okay, do I, is that my telekinesis? Yep. Unless you wanted to try using one of your other tools. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes. I do actually have things that are useful in these situations. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for constantly reminding me of this look, because I forget every time. Okay, I'm yep. going to try uh, the Amulet of Asmodeus, just teleport us out of here and wherever the hell here is and back to the group. Okay. Roll to use that amulet. Okay. Ha, ah, 98. 
Uh, yeah, so all of a sudden... You're a fucking beast. Yep. Sorry, Luke. No, that's fine. So this giant red energy bird forms out of, like, you, uh, grabs you in its talons, grabs Thor, and then you find yourself seconds later in the Great Hall. And Thor is collapsed in the bubble. Lightning is sparking. And Mr. Claw looks at everybody and says, It seems the next round will start now. And a massive clearing opens up as the arena that had been outside opens up here. And Loki looks slightly miffed as uh, she walks up and is like, All right, uh, Angela, are you ready to do this? Warlock looks very... What? What? Mm. But what? What? And Angela just walks up and like motions for him to climb on. And so what, describe Angela's look right now. Um, Angela looks like she's, um, just kind of been waiting to find out what Loki did. Mm-hmm. And this is just like, she's like, yep. Okay. Like, let's just, Angela's just ready to fight. So Loki approaches in like this green tunic with some yellow sigils on it. And she looks at Angela with Warlock and she snaps her fingers and her dress transforms into a copy of the Warlock suit that Angela is wearing. Except she also has some giant shoulder pads on it. Uh, Warlock makes shoulder pads. They're bigger. Loki smirks as she uh, walks to the judge and makes her shoulder pads a bit bigger. There's a cape, too. Uh, it's blowing in a wind that doesn't exist. This match uh, will just be a standard submission match. And the judge smiles, but Mr. Claw and sends his major domo over, who announces that in this fourth round, it must be a fight to the death. And Loki does not look very happy about this. What? Sorry, what? And she goes over to argue the point with Mr. Claw, and he shows her something. And she shivers and returns. All right, uh, this will be a fight without armor and uh her own armor sloughs off and uh she just grimaces as she gets into the ring and the judge turns to angela is warlock staying on his armor um so there's a there there's like a brief moment of conference uh punctuated with sort of um protesting squeals from a robot boy um, and Warlock spins out to sort of create a, uh, changing room for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then um sort of like slinks off dejectedly leaving angela clothed and ma'am angela where shall this match take place why change the venue it'll take place here then it shall and i think that she just spins into an attack directly Okay, yeah. Get to describing that attack. We are doing wushu rules still, so... Um, okay. So we've got Angela. She doesn't have ribbons or anything, right? <laughs> uh, she has, like, whatever her normal weapons would be, and she can just pick up stuff that's in the room. Because, um, yeah, I just want to establish, because she usually uh, has, like, the, the sort of warping blade. She has the ribbons. Yeah. She has... Um, so she yeah. has all of that. Okay, cool. Let me just refresh. Look, I got what those do. <laughs> okay. The Iggers. Cool. All right. Um, sorry, I have also spilled nail polish on myself. So. Oh, no. What color? <laughs> just gathering myself. It's red. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think uh, Angela just starts with a classic Angela move that every all of the fans have really um, come to see a lot uh, at this point. And um, she slings out a ribbon to uh, wrap uh, a leg and drag Loki in and at the same time charges forward with the uh, Ickers in the form of a like two-handed curved blade um, mm -hmm. and and goes in for a jumping attack uh, I'll say that's going to give you four uh, how does my um, how, how does my ranks work since there's no warlock uh yeah, that is a good point that I did not fully think of. Uh, you know, I'm going to say that's going okay. to be an action. And meanwhile, uh, Loki is going to see that Angela's going straight up on the attack. So Loki is going to use her magic to summon six different versions of her, all with a different weapon. And seeing that... Uh, there is not an easy way to directly attack. She's just going to attack with all of them, turning this uh, theoretically offensive one into a move that would theoretically send Angela onto the defensive. And in doing so, she is going to try and disarm Angela. And so you have four. Um, How are you going to spend them? This feels like... Uh, three offense, one defense. Okay. Uh, that is the same that Loki is going for. Uh, so let me know what your results okay. are. Um, I'll roll... I'm gonna roll, um, offense first. So here we go. Four, two, six. And defense is... Four. Okay. So your two of your attacks. Is it equals or lower? Equals or lower. So two of your attacks hit and your defense uh, worked. Three 
so all of Loki's attacks hit, but you have that one defense. So you are at one and she is at one. Hmm. So Loki gets to uh, start off this round. And so she basically got Angela really good with a knife because it turned out that she had actually just magicked up some actual knives that were uh, <laughs> going at Angela. And she looks like horribly heartbroken about what she is doing here because it was like, oh, Angela is a friend of Warlock. Warlock is a very, very good boy. And as she is doing this, she is going to try and step back and create a magic shield and another magic shield and another magic shield and another magic shield, just forming this massive set of barriers so she can like give her self some time to think about what she's going to do here and like what she is willing to give up in this situation hmm. uh warlock by the way is just losing his mind on the sidelines oh, oh also that uh costume that war uh had left loki has also turned into another warlock-esque being what hello <laughs> what the fuck? War Warlock is is shouting at a pace that is un um uh, incomprehensible at this point. Uh the other warlock esque being is like actually answering everything at the same pace and is very confused. Who are you? What's happening? Why are they fighting? <laughs> Selva's padlock. They are fighting because they need to for the mission. It is very sad. Oh, but friend Angela seems so sure that uh, friend Loki had done something wrong, and self self trusts friends Angela, but also uh, friend Loki and friends. <laughs> but why is uh, why why is um the the Thor entity over? Self does not know. Self was told to just look very pretty. Um, okay, back to Angela. So we've got magical force shields and retreating. Yep. What What are the um, Loki copies doing? Uh, they vanished as the knives basically stuck okay. into Angela. Cool, 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 cool. Um, okay, um... Angela is going to use a ribbon, shoot a ribbon out to um, aim is to puncture the um, the force globe holding Thor and whip him, <laughs> grab grab him and whip him around the force shields at um, at Loki, thus uh, discharging the energy. Mm -hmm. that he's been um uh building up yeah there you go uh that is going to be a three for you and uh, what rank uh you have quickly put oh uh i'm going to say that's i'm going to say that's going to be a more of a profession okay type setup sure. so rank three um. Uh, she is putting all of her points into defense. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm going to put all mine into offense because I'm trying to get her while she's uh, off her feet. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four. As Angela, or so Loki sees what Angela is doing. And as like the Thor energy ball comes, it smashes her, electrocutes her. And she stands, wobbles for a minute, and then she is down. Yes. Angela, Warlock won this round. Yay. Warlock is crying. With what to the eye appears to be murder, but I think Loki's probably a little Um, tricky. I I think Angela walks and scoops up uh, the inert body of Loki and walks off. The next match begins... Bob Diamond walks out dressed in a strong pink nudie suit and he takes off his rhinestone encrusted jacket, cracks his neck, and he's ready to fight. Meanwhile, an unsteady Pandora Peters comes out and she hadn't been out around the party earlier. She now looks like she went through nine levels of hell. Her wand bodysuit is showing lots of wear and tear and she coughs up a little blood as she works to get to her footing on the ground. As she gets up, she says, I probably can't get this to be a non-lethal match. And the judge shakes his head no. She swears under her breath, Fine, I want this to be a silent match. But as she says this, someone in the audience says, I heard Bob Diamond's senses are so good, he can hear in a vacuum of sound. Pandora glowers and says, I heard Bob Diamond has five seconds to live before he dies of a massive heart failure. And seconds later, Bob Diamond clutches his heart until someone in the crowd says, I heard Bob Diamond can return from the dead. And Bob rises again. This is a terrible power. Is Bob Is Bob Diamond's power just to like do whatever people say they think he can do? Okay, who the hell is Bob Diamond? <laughs> So, in the same way that Iron Fist and Power Man were very directly made to reference a very specific type of uh, genre and character, Bob Diamond was Marvel's attempt to make a Chuck Norris-style character. Oh, <laughs> so he, uh. yes, so he is literally the living the incarnation of the ass. shitty Chuck Norris joke. Kill him. So, uh, you have to phrase it as a Chuck Norris style joke that's such an old meme i don't remember <laughs> i hear the odds on sh- on bob diamond are a million to one and then he wins the fight also warlock is crying so i can't participate in this scene <laughs> uh wendigo or nemesis well no nemesis wants yeah, bob diamond to win so does wendigo <laughs> I uh, I heard Bob Diamond chokes harder than Michael Hutchins. Whoa! <laughs> I don't get that reference. Whoa, Michael that, Hutchins was whoa. the lead singer of NXS who died from autoerotic asphyxiation. Whoa! <laughs> I was gonna go with David Carradine because he's another uh, kung fu. But last time I made a David Carradine joke. I somehow I gone too far online. Uh yeah. Bob Diamond quickly runs from the room and he does not come back 
and Pandora Peters is declared as having won the match. When someone goes after Bob Diamond and finds that he is no longer alive. <laughs> Did he have Perfect. a good time going out, though? <laughs> uh, no, where he missed it by... He missed it by like one no. second. Where, where, where is he on the scale of six to midnight? I don't get that reference. Well, I'm not explaining it because I've never been lewd and never will be lewd online. Uh, but we're a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. The next match is between Jean Grey and the Crane Mother. Pandora, like, quickly sits down, pours herself a tall glass of rye, and just sighs heavily. Same girlfriend. Crane Mother is still wearing her loose bandages over her body, though she seems to have more energy now. And she stares at Jean with a hollow glare that leaves Jean feeling like her insides have frozen. Ah! And the judge turns to you, where do you choose? what rules will this fight have it must be a match to the death uh, I just get one roll right uh, you, this is yeah uh, no magic you get one rule crane mother accepts and she chooses her home city of Kunzi which is this city that is in these very barren wasteland-esque looking mountains and the city is doing very well but it has a aura of evil and darkness around it and Jean will get the first action this time mm-hmm. I'm gonna... now no, the power horn that is scientific or magical scientific okay okay i'm going to use the power horn to uh deal energy damage to crane mother uh we're doing kung fu rule or wushu rules oh great okay so uh i didn't need the dungeon master to remind me this time that i had it so i'm feeling really good about myself and really psyched out to take uh out crane mother even though we are both like kind of bird themed kind of magical ladies so i do feel a slight tinge of solidarity despite the fact that she's like probably crazy evil but uh you know i gotta take her down so i'm gonna wield the power horn to uh just try to send the most powerful energy damage to just uh you know make it as quick as possible hopefully because she's like old right like you don't want to like torture an old lady Mm mm-hmm Okay, so you're pretty much just taking your power horn and blasting her at her? Yeah. Uh, The crane mother is going to see you uh, pulling at the power horn, and she's going to run up really fast and kick it out of your hand and then move to strike you in the neck. Oh my god. And uh, say, we're in my house now. Welcome to my house. Wow. Okay. It's a very good bit. Is it? Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be in your profession rank three. And I'll give you three rolls for that. So how do you want to split that in, between offense and defense? How much is it? Uh, you get three dice. 
Okay, uh, two offense, one defense. Okay, and so you want to roll 3d6 and tell me how many are three or under. I have a one and a two. For your offense? Um, I'm sorry, I fuck this up every time. I got a nine, so it's like a one, a six, and a two. Uh, okay, so uh, you get one offense and one defense as a success. So okay. she goes up to do it and she basically knocks the horn out of your hand but ends up getting blasted by it. So she takes one damage from that. You do not take any damage because she only got one success on her offense. And so she is going to take a run back, run up the side of a building and there are like spiked rooftop uh, edge points and she is going to rip off a chunk of it and come at you swinging that like chunk of uh, like rooftop lining at you like a big old bat. Okay, and there's a lot of these uh, chunks on the roof. Uh, it's like you can break them off if you want to. It, this is anime ridiculous over the top stuff. So, Okay, so I'm going to telekinetically rip the remainder of the roof things off. I'm trying to picture this, so apologies if mm -hmm. I'm not or super articulate. And I'm going to telekinetically uh, rain them all down upon her and try to crush her, cripple her, uh, be really rude about it, before she can hit me with the thing. Okay. Uh, so I will let you say that as your crushing telekinesis. And I'll give you three for that one again. Okay. Okay, I've got two, a four, and a four. Okay. So, as she is swinging this at you, uh, and were those all in offense? Yes. Okay, so as she is swinging this, like, piece of roof at you, she just gets, like, hit with one that pins her to the ground, and then the rest of them go through her, and Crane Mother is knocked out. Boosh, 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 boosh. She's dead. Oh, okay. Alright. Take my power horn out of my hand, will you? And you are able to run and get it before you are brought back in. And Mr. Yeah, roller skate. And now it is time for the final match of round four between Dr. Doomed and Wendigo. Dr. Doom comes Dr. Doomed comes out in his Dr. Doom costume and pulls off his mask, revealing his face as Kalu, which that already got revealed. Like I had written it into the description. I still yeah, don't know who that is. Yeah, who is that? He's he's the master of the black arts. His chief green costume becomes the cloak of levitation, and he transforms the mask into a hairband to tie his hair back. He smiles and declares this fight to be one without rules as arcane dark energies flow from his hands. And the judge turns to you. Where would you like to fight, Mr. Wendigo? One sec. I'm, I'm Googling something on my phone. Your mom. Uh, hmm. Your mom's house. 
the silent plane the place the silent plane uh loki told me about it but i think she's dead it's the place where you can't talk so kalu smiles and says now nobody shall hear your screams sorry that's a bit gauche and he steps into the portal wendigo steps into the portal and it is silent it is monochrome and Kalu shakes out his hands and these massive black glowing fireballs appear in them. And he smiles. Uh, Wendigo, you're getting first action. Okay. Uh, I've got my cap shield and my silver skates. Mm-hmm. Sort of holding up my cap shield, I want to sort of like arc around him flanking uh, him uh, jump bring down the edge of my shield right on his wrists and then mm-hmm. ter- f- quickly turn around trip him with my tail and wang him on the neck with uh, my shield okay that is going to be four points he's going to see you doing this and is going to open a fissure into the earth that way he is going to fall into it he's going to take a bunch of rocks and chunks of the ground and try and throw them into the path that you're running into that way you're going to hit all of this very very hard uh earth and that way he is hoping to take you off guard uh so you're getting four how are you splitting them uh can i know how he's splitting first or do I have to know first? Do I have to say first? Uh, you you went first. Three attack, one defense. Okay, so I'm going to roll my attacks first. Uh, two, a five, and a three, so that's two successes. Yep. And then my defense. Oh, wait, never mind. I, uh, I clicked the wrong thing. One sec. Uh, two, so a success. So you got two successes on your attack. And one, and and my defense was a success. I I only rolled one. Okay. Uh, So he got uh, one success on his attack and two successes on his defense, so you both cancel each other out. Or shit. Yeah. So uh, Kalu is going first this round, uh, seeing that you just easily skated through the dirt he is going to try and magic you into a uh, portal and trap you going in an infinite loop between two of them. And then he is going to uh, change the ending location of one of those portals. So you're going to go straight in through a mountain. That is also a non-active volcano, hopefully uh, hoping that you will get melted by a bunch of lava. So, like, I'm going down into, like, am I going sideways into a mountain, theoretically? Yes. Like, it is some buckaroo bonsai you're driving through that mountain ship. So what I'd like to do is try and, like, uh, curl the lip of the portal Mm -hmm. with my skates to get some extra momentum, fling myself at him, uh, hitting him square in the chest with my shield, 
Then I want mm-hmm. to uh, just do a quick mi- a double missile drop kick in the neck. And yep. then I want to uh, reach and grab and pull apart like a phone book. Okay. Uh, yep. You ended it with your magic word. I'm going to give you five this time. Uh, he is putting all four of his into offense. Okay. Now, uh, can I separate one of my offenses for the rip and half? Like, because I, 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 my, my, how do you want to work this? Because my rip and half oh, is they're, like they're all going, they're all going at five to get it done. Okay, and I get five. Yep. Okay. Three and two, uh, three offense, two defense. Okay. Okay. Sorry, one sec. My mouse is being weird. Attack first. Uh, only actually all three hit. Mm-hmm. And then for defense, uh, both save. Thank God nice. for that five because I rolled like I rolled like three fives. That is very good for you. Uh, yeah. So you get a chunk taken out of you in this fight. Like, uh, you miss a bit of you going through that portal. Mm -hmm. And so it hurts, but, uh, then you go straight through that, uh, wizard and he is dead. I want to rip him in half like a phone book. Again, I want to rip him into each half into two separate phone books. Uh, the portals are still open, so you could theoretically throw, swing him through the portals and then get him, like, to chop himself up. I want to rip them with throw. that magic. Okay. You are able to rip and then throw. And you come back out. And that is the end of round four. Next time on Exiled, <laughs> we will have the start of round five. As Angela faces Jean Grey and Pandora Peters faces Wendigo. Oh shit. I don't need to look up Pandora Peters. We'll see you then. I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen, and you can find my website at StreetOverJen.com. And I'm also in. What's the other the- address? What's the other address? Uh, I think I still have hunks in dot space. I think I, I don't have any of my other URLs anymore, but, um, I'm also in the anthology group chat by Palm, pomegranate magazine. You can go to P O M E dash M A G dot com to buy that. And you do so have hunks dot in space or hunks in dot space. That is what I said, right? Yes. I, I don't think I have um I don't think I have beef hunks for Jesus anymore. Aww. Dot com. Dot info maybe I don't remember. <laughs> uh, let's try cool drawings for cool and buff teens. Dot info. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's return to go, Daddy. <laughs> Aww. It's return to the go, Daddy.
People can find me on Twitter at, at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. And that's it. Folks can find me on Twitter at Ronch, Ronch, Ronch. And then can find my writing on uh, womenwriteaboutcomics.com. And by the time this is up, I have a review of Legion on Ms. Scene. If you want to hear me t- or read me talking about more X-Men shit. You can find me online at FredoFet, and you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with our Game Master, Luke. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHair.com. Uh, by the time this goes up, uh, I will be at Heroes Con in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, that is on the 15th through the 17th of June. I will be bringing that very nice Exiled banner that mm. Jen designed, and I will also have those very awesome Exiled cards there. And uh, yeah, you can meet me and not kill me, please. The cards are really good. I do what I want. I know. And thank you, Jen. Uh, Exiled is a weekly podcast. Sometimes we do more than one episode a week. Thank you for sticking uh, through us with this arc. It is almost done, and this will be valid for both the episodes this goes up for. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at exodpodcast.com. We have a Patreon that is under my name. There is a link to it on exodpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, $1 a month gets you episodes a week early and all sorts of other bonus stuff, including all the wushu stuff that we prepared and all the character description stuff that I wrote for this because it's now a very long series of text documents. Uh, And then coming up at the end of June, we've got another fifth week special that I am very excited to record. Uh, That wraps us up this week. Please like, rate, and review, and we'll see you next week on Exiled. Peace. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.